Hi, it's Vana. Welcome to Midlife Confidence. I found that bringing our glow back in our middle years comes from learning to manage our own mind. It's time to love your life and love yourself. Join me on a journey as we discover our midlife confidence. Do you have an instant pot? They're that modern version of the old pressure cooker that I remember my grandmother canning peaches in. I don't have one yet, mostly because I don't want to find space to store it. But I was curious if they are different from the old pressure cookers, which I was always terrified of my grandmother's because supposedly if the pressure got too high and it wasn't vented and released properly, I was told they could explode with bits of metal and glass shrapnel flying through your own kitchen. Well, good news. Modern Instant Pots have at least 10 different safety features to help prevent explosions. The pressure regulator helps prevent the pressure from reaching dangerously high levels, and they will stay locked and automatically and naturally release steam gradually until the float valve drops down and they're safe to open. And there's also a quick release for the steam. Well, either way, the pressure is released before you can open the pot. So explosions are pretty rare today. So why the infomercial? You probably weren't expecting to listen to the features of a kitchen appliance on this podcast, right? Well, let's think about how much pressure we are under. Our mind, our body, and spirit are constantly exposed to conditions that press upon us, and it can cause a buildup of anxiety or emotional distress or physical illness if not released and It might eventually explode in outbursts, illness, breakdowns, so many things, both physical and emotional. Well, fortunately, we're designed with many safety features to help us release the pressure if we'll use them properly. And you know that this year I'm calling 2022 the year of better questions. So the question here is, what are your pressure release practices That will allow stress and tension to release continually and not let it build up. Well, there are two stages we can work on to make that happen. And the first is just being aware that you're starting to feel the pressure somewhere, whether that's in your body, your mind, or in your heart and soul. That awareness often doesn't come easily. We've learned to keep pushing on and dismissing what our body or our emotions are trying to tell us. And we don't even notice until that stress has built up to the point of pain. And that can be physical pain like a headache or mental and emotional pain like anxiety or spiritual pain like a sense of disconnection from God. It's actually kind of awesome that we're designed so that continued stress will create pain in order to get our attention and force us to slow down and recover. But we don't always have to get to that breaking point. We could decide to notice the first sense of tension or discomfort. Life takes a toll on us. Benjamin P. Hardy wrote an article years ago that I loved, and I return to remind myself every once in a while. I'll link to that in the show notes. He talks about this process in terms of recovery. Recovery is being restored to wellness. And he says that there are six things we need to recover from every day. What do you think they are? 
He said their work, technology, people, food, fitness, and being awake. And all of those things on the list are good things, right? And yet they drain our energy, either physically or mentally, and we need a break to renew ourselves. For example, that idea of we need recovery from food. Lately, I've been eating within a 10-hour window every day and letting my body have that longer break from processing food because there's just so much evidence mounting that the benefits of fasting shows our body needs a break to repair and rebuild. And yes, we need to recover from being awake. (laughs) Just being awake takes a toll. And I love that God set within us such a powerful need for sleep that in order to let these bodies recover from being awake, that we will be driven to go sleep. And I know that making recovery happen isn't always easy. Personally, I'm back to working on better sleep again. I had this all figured out for a long time, but since Christmas and some trips and family visits, I'm back to waking up for hours in the middle of the night. And that creates some physical stress to pay attention to. All this stress and pressure comes from so many sources. I think we actually live in a very toxic world in every sense of the word, from our damaged environment to corruption in high places to unrealistic expectations and perfectionism. Oh, and by the way, a pandemic that doesn't want to leave the stage. And of course, just everyday life has little challenges and disappointments to manage. So noticing the signs of mental and emotional stress and knowing what works for us to let it go and reset is so important. Otherwise, we can suffer from anxiety buildup. Well, the second stage is that when we notice the signs of tightness, that we do something to release it. I think we've all learned a dysfunctional response when we're stressed in some way. We don't just naturally step back and turn to something that will help us heal. We often will grit through it, thinking we'll feel better once we conquer it, or we finish that project, and then we'll have earned the right to take a break, or we escape from it with things that aren't that healing, but they create their own problems like unhealthy food or more time on screens. Notice that we don't really feel restored after a three-hour binge on Netflix or an hour watching reels on Instagram or eating a lot of comforting but sugary food. I found that with many of my clients when we start a session, I like to start with a minute of meditation and relaxing so that we can both be all present on the session. And so many clients have mentioned that that's really nice. They haven't taken time to do something like that for a while, and they've been really wound up. So I think we can all do more to listen to that tightness in our jaw, or the queasiness in our stomach, or that heaviness in our heart, and listen to what it's trying to tell us that we need right now. Last week, I experienced this myself. I've been working on a course called the Midlife Purpose Project, and honestly, it's taken me way longer than I expected, but I'm finally seeing it come together. And last Wednesday, I decided I wanted to finish all the lesson slides completely in one day. It looked like I could actually do it in one day, and I wanted to make that happen. But I also knew that working at the computer with tech and videos and all that can be really hard on my body and my emotions because something always goes wrong. 
So I decided up front that I would take a break every hour. And I turned on the music and ran up and down the stairs, or I did some stretches, or I went and did a load of laundry. And I also took time to do some self-coaching about my thoughts to let the stress go so it didn't build up all day long. And that was working pretty well. I was making great progress, which is always motivating. But after lunch, my computer hand, or my mouse hand really, started to ache and burn from all the clicking. I pushed through it for a while, but then I noticed what I was doing, and I knew that if I didn't relieve the pain building up, that I wouldn't be able to keep going all day, and I would probably have an aching hand for days to come. So I got up and went to the kitchen and got a couple of ice packs out of the freezer, and I set them up on my desk so that I could slide my hand between the ice packs frequently, and I was so surprised and relieved that it worked really well. The pain calmed down to nearly nothing, and I was able to keep going until I actually did finish at 9 p.m. I also think that in midlife, we deserve to allow ourselves extra attention, extra care, and extra time. Because in midlife, recovery does take longer. Have you noticed how much longer it takes for an injury to heal? Four months ago, I bumped my shin on a trailer hitch in the garage and it's taken months to heal, I still have a red spot, and that would have been gone in three weeks when I was younger. And as far as our mind and heart, of course we have so many more people that we care about now, and their challenges and our relationships with them can really multiply the stressors in our life. And also, we have been practicing the way that we think for many decades now, and it can take some time to learn to think differently in ways that help us feel better. So my midlife friends, give yourself some grace and allow for extra care and attention. Well, you probably don't need me to tell you what you need to do to release the pressure. I'm sure you already know many things that work for you, from taking a walk to taking a nap, from talking with a friend to talking with God. Our biggest block is not wanting to take the time or put in the effort right now when the stress seems so small and we think we can handle it. So let's think back to that instant pot. It doesn't wait until it's about to explode to release the pressure. It stays out of the danger zone by naturally and gradually letting off steam. And since we're still in the middle of this COVID situation, I think it's interesting to know that studies have shown that while short-term stress can tune up our immune system to fight germs, Chronic or longer-term stress can reduce the number of natural killer cells or lymphocytes in our body, which are needed to fight viruses. I share this with you to offer more motivation if you haven't felt a compelling drive to consistently lower your stress levels yet, then maybe the thought that lower stress might make you more resistant to viruses like COVID, well, maybe that's the motivation you need. Use it if it serves you. I do think we've had more openness about how to release physical stress than mental stress. And of course, as a life coach, that's a big part of what I offer is to help people resolve that in a healthy way. There's so much relief possible from coaching. So I remind you all that I can help you feel better about anything that's bothering you or that you're trying to figure out. And you can schedule a centering session on my calendar on my website at vonadavis.com. 
It's a great way to take care of yourself and not only feel some immediate renewal, but to start thinking in a different way that will help you for the rest of your life. I really believe that coaching is a healthy option for regularly letting go of things that are building up instead of waiting until it becomes so heavy and so damaging. So you can think of life coaching as a pressure release for your soul. I have a meditation to share with you that's about this idea. I hope you enjoy it and it helps you really internalize the power of awareness and the continual release of stress and the blessings it can bring to your life. And I'll also post this meditation as a standalone bonus to go with this episode so that you can listen to it as often as it helps you. Imagine you're in your home, it's late afternoon, and you've been feeling out of sorts all day. You've been pushing through the housework and paying bills and getting groceries and working, and you find yourself standing in your living room watching the news and feeling overwhelmingly discouraged. With a heavy sigh, you turn off the TV and you walk to your kitchen to finish putting the groceries away. There on your kitchen counter sits a gift wrapped in satiny white paper and tied with a big sheer red organza bow. You stop in surprise. That definitely wasn't there when you brought the groceries in. Stepping up, you take a closer look. In flowing black letters, you see your name written on the tag. You perk up and reach for the package and hold it in your hands wondering where it came from and if you should open it. Curiosity wins out. This is such a lovely, unexpected surprise on a gloomy day. You're already feeling brighter. You pull the red bow and unwrap the paper and open the silver box inside. There's another smaller box and this one is red velvet. Not only does it feel soft, but it's surprisingly warm. You lift the lid and your eyes widen as you see what's inside. There in the box lies a gold band, very simple and elegant. It's about an inch wide and it looks the size of your wrist, but strangely there isn't any clasp or buckle, just an endless circle. You pick it up and you're surprised that even though it looks like solid gold, it feels warm and it's soft like memory foam, but heavier in a nice way. It bends and stretches so easily that you can slip it over your hand and it snugs up right around your wrist. The perfect fit. You smile with pleasure. It looks timelessly classy on your wrist. Something lovely made just for you. Clearly someone has been thinking about you and wanted to surprise you. Putting the groceries away seems easy now and you clear up the kitchen and get on with your day. A little while later in the day you pick up the mail and you find a medical bill. It says your insurance won't pay as much as you expected and now you owe even more money. Standing there frowning at the bill in your hand, suddenly you sense a gentle, warm nudge on your wrist. You realize it's been happening for a minute already. You just finally became aware of it. Looking down at the gold band, you see that it's gently pressing in and out on your wrist, on one side and then the other, trying to get your attention. 
And even more surprising in fiery red letters on the gold band is the word shoulders. Shoulders? How strange. Whatever for? But of course, the word brings your attention to your own shoulders. Oh yes, you think, my shoulders are tight and tense. You take a deep breath and relax your shoulders down. You let all the tension go. That feels nice. With a few more deep breaths and with rolling your shoulders, all the tightness releases and with it, even the tension in your mind and in your heart center eases. Okay, you set the bill down ready to be paid tomorrow. No use getting stressed about it. That won't help anything. You pause for a moment, noticing how calm you feel from head to toe. And then you notice a warm wave circling your wrist. Looking down at your beautiful new band, you have to smile as you see a wave rippling through the band around and around, comforting your wrist. And now the word peace is glowing in bright, warm white letters. Yes, peace feels lovely. This unexpected gift soon becomes a trusted guide, gently nudging you to be aware of any pressure building up. One time you're feeling frustrated about the way a neighbor's children holler and scream when they're playing in the backyard. You notice the gentle pressing on your wrist and you look down and see the blazing word, thoughts. You realize, yes, my thoughts are pretty judgy and critical and it's making me feel frustrated. Hmm, do I want to keep feeling this way? It doesn't feel very good. It's distracting me from my work and draining my energy. And there's no upside. My feelings won't change the kids. I think I'm just punishing myself. What could I think that would feel better? How about how nice to know that kids still know how to have fun outside these days. And I'm really glad I live when we have headphones. That feels so much better. You plug in your headphones and turn on your favorite playlist. The gold band ripples around your wrist, congratulating you with the word appreciation. Your life begins to feel calmer and more gratifying. Many times every day, the band prompts you to reset when you notice where pressure is beginning to build in your body, in your soul, and in your mind. When you've been working at your computer for an hour, you see the word eyes light up in flaming letters. Oh right, my eyes are beginning to feel tense and tired. You take a break, look out at the trees for a time, and then lay back on the floor and cover your eyes with your warm hands and let them relax in the dark. The band sends warm waves around your wrist and the word renewed lights up. When your thoughts are wrapped up in worrying about what will happen if inflation keeps rising, the band taps you and offers you the word today. Oh yes, you think I'm missing out on this day right here over something that might or might not happen in the future. I'd rather wait to see if it happens. Today, I'm fine. Bringing your mind back from the unknowable future, you notice all the comforts you have around you right now. Your books and your bed and the apples on the counter. So many blessings right here. The tension releases as you let go of the worry. The word present glows. And yes, it feels good to see the present as the gift that it is.
The golden band helps you stop and rest when you're tired, to take a walk when you're feeling restless, to call a friend when you're feeling isolated, to do physical therapy exercises when your knee is sore, to allow yourself space to feel sad when your friend moves away. Sometimes you even start to naturally anticipate what the band will tell you ahead of time, and you soothe the stress even before the fiery reminder lights up. The band always loves to reward you with a warm hug around your wrist and bright words like union, harmony, serenity, wellness, stillness, balance, reverence, contentment. You are so grateful as you learn that being aware of the first signs of tenderness and tension and continually releasing that before it builds into pain and pressure helps you feel so much more centered and at peace in your life. No longer are you always pushing through pain until the misery overwhelms you. Who sent that beautiful, life-changing gift? You don't know for sure now, but sometimes at night you look up at the stars with quiet joy and reverence, and the beautiful band lights up with the word love. Since this is the year of better questions, every week I'm sending out an email with another powerful question, and these can really help us reset how we're thinking and how we're feeling. And you can sign up for that on my website, vanadavis.com.